0: Hey, to thank you for clicking on episode number six, House Call with Doc Love on Race22.com. This episode will be connecting with Davin Sites, originally from Wayne, West Virginia. He moved to the Carolinas to further his short track racing career. Davin has raced the toughest tours and the toughest local action, winning races at the highest level in short track racing action, and has worked for some of the top-notch racing teams. Over the past six years or so he has not been able to drive his own race cars as much as he wanted to, so Davin has left Rev Racing to offer driver coaching opportunities with his Davin Sites Motorsports brand. Davin has always been a do-it-yourselfer, hands-on kind of racer and has built two brand new late model stock cars from the ground up, including the engine, so he knows every inch on those race cars davin tells us a lot of his work ethic drive and passion for racing was passed down from his father jack seitz who was also a very tough wheel man back in his day i asked davin do you remember much of your father's racing days
1: yeah i remember back in his late 60s early 70s you know my dad he raced the sportsman nascar sportsman series and um i don't remember i remember more of his go-kart career but i've seen so many pictures of the late model career that he had you know the lavalette flash is what they they called him and you know i look back and you had richard hill and and a lot of these guys a uh, picture of my sister on uh, richard petty's lap and you know I, I look at that and by the time i got up into uh age to start racing he was already in go-karts then he had been sold the the cars and got into go-karts and was working more and um uh, that's kind of what Got me started, and I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know how soon. You know, <laughs> they tried to—they didn't push me in it, but I, as soon as as soon as I got a hold of a go kart, that was it. I was I was hooked.
0: And he raced the late model sportsman cars, you know, the big old square cars with the tires hanging out. I mean, if you're around that, who wouldn't want to be a race car? I mean, those were some of the, the best racing days, in my opinion. Man, that was such a wonderful scene before 82 and the late model stock cars were born. But, you know, uh, that had to be been a cool scene uh, from what you can remember.
1: Yes, the, the pictures and stuff, I have two albums I'll have to bring and show them to you, but... It's just uh, you know the albums and and all the, uh, the just the way the cars looked. I mean you know and you look at those cars that are cutting up for race cars and you look think back, man, y'all cut one of those up, you know, a '55 Chevy <laughs> to to race and and you look at that and it was a a neat era and uh, it really. I know he run Lonesome Pine and Onus Speedway and got invited to go to Daytona, but I don't, he didn't go. So it was that would have been something cool too to see.
0: Yeah, they used to take those cars straight from the short tracks and run them on the big tracks uh, at certain uh, times in, in, in during that era. And uh, not everybody went, you're right. So, But, uh, but yeah, and then that graduated up, and when he raced the go-karts, and then uh, when you got old enough to, to start doing that, uh, when was the first time you started feeling, uh, or, or when you uh, got success racing in the go-karts? Did it take a while?
1: Yeah, it took a little bit. I I'll never forget I went to uh Cox had a track in Kentucky and, and boy I bought a go kart, went over there and I'm uh, dad kinda he you know he's like, Here, here's your cart and you figure it out you know? so <laughs> and I had to figure it out. You know, and I'm over there and that thing's just screaming, I I mean I'm like, Wow, you know, this thing making a bunch of noise really ain't going nowhere. Well, I didn't know it but I had the wrong gear in it. And it I it's a wonder I didn't blow that motor sky high um it was screaming down him straight away so we had to we had to fix the gear in that and then it took you know i it's kind of it seems like almost all my you know once you have to figure it out yourself you you waste that year of learning curve and, and that's where i look at kids today and things that's going on today you know they're getting in cards that, that guys have already have that experience you know they're they're this isn't gonna happen because you've already had it happen so you know how to fix it and keep it from happening. But I'll never forget, you know, it seemed like about a year of carts learning everything. I ended up we ended up buying a new go kart, got an engine, went out and we won a bunch of races all over little dirt tracks all over Ohio, Kentucky and West Virginia. And um after that we I'd say we raced a couple of years in go karts and winning races here and there and um it was time to move up and own a speedway was still racing and it's asphalt and uh, a good friend of mine forster fry bill still builds my motors and helps so he says i build them but uh he uh he builds my motors or helps me with them and um still teaching me stuff today and he said let's go look at these legend cars we went and looked at the legend car and you know and we bought that thing and my dad called it a pregnant go-kart he said <laughs> no son you bought a pregnant go-kart and Ed, uh, but boy, we went up to Ona Speedway, and I won my first race out. I was in the beginner class, you know, and uh, won the first race out. And he was hooked. It was like, what do we need? What do we need? We get scales. We got, <laughs> you know, and and it, it brought him back to when he used to race there. I think it was a year racing at Ona with that legend car. Now, how, it, how old was you when you? Was,
0: how old was you when you graduated up to the uh, legend car? I was eighteen
1: Okay. Then. So Around eighteen or nineteen right in there because I drove even in the legend cars, I drove down and uh Forster had took a job with R C R and um but I I ended up driving down and running the summer shootout and uh, the the uh, nationals and all that when I'd come down Tuesday night, stay at, at race, stay at his house, drive back home to West Virginia the next day. And um but it it just always seemed like, you know, uh Oh, I was going to tell you, my dad. So we won that first race out and he said, uh, he, you know, he, it was on then. It was, he, he loved it. He enjoyed it. And the following year he said, Hey, I'm gonna buy you a backup car. And I'm thinking backup car. Whoa. <laughs> you know, this is going to be awesome. I'm thinking this is weird. You know, well, why should buy me a backup car? And he said, yeah, when you don't run it, I'm going to run it. some." And I said, Oh, uh-huh. I see what's going on. <laughs> so we ended up racing together at Owner Speedway for a couple of years. And, uh, and he came down to the nationals and the shootout. And just that was a good time, you know, that we had and I'm glad that we did that because it was it was a, a fun family thing. Everybody go up there and race and just have a good time.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That is so cool. And and seeing you have that success really sound like it just uh, brought back that competitive nature that, that still is probably will always be uh, w- was within with him and uh, it, and it really excited him to see you have that competitive nature as well and he it just fired him up and and wanted to give you everything it took for for you to have success and and yeah I want to make him drive again so that is really cool that you guys got to do that together you know which I got to experience that not as a dri- in the driving sense but with my son uh, doing the filming uh at martinsville gosh i'm telling you are talking about a proud dad moment i know <laughs> what your dad felt uh when he saw you have success so absolutely i man that had to have been a, a, a huge proud dad moment to see you have success and wanted to do whatever it took to continue that success from that moment on
1: yeah see i'll never forget uh, we uh We'd wreck a, a car or something. He said, "Well, got we'll to sell a couple cows, you know." So he, <laughs> he, he would uh, he teased me about our our the cattle being a little thin around the house there. And uh, but he he was a man. He was a big big role in my racing career, and you know, just being able to do this sport. And um, it just uh, I think he missed this Martinsville race. I'm telling you, it, he's only missed. I could. Like count on one hand how many races he's missed of mine yeah. and you know, he's getting up in age. but luckily nowadays they've got the uh you know the the tv the, the downloads and all yeah. that where he can still you know keep an eye on me and and uh keep up with you know what I'm doing here now and uh so that way he can still do that from West Virginia.
0: No, absolutely. Now, you know, by moving up to the legend cars at 18, uh, now I guess, you know, going through school, middle school, and then uh, high school with the go-karts, what was the rule? Uh, did you have to keep your grades at a certain age or no racing? You know, talk about that. What was, what was the rules for racing for Davin Sykes going through uh, school and racing?
1: Well, for me, it was, I mean, school was kind of, uh, I definitely, I, de- I guess I never did let it drop that far, you know, I was always...
0: Was you a good student?
1: <laughs> I wasn't bad. <laughs> I like math. <laughs> um, other Some other areas I wasn't much on, I, you know, but it, it, I tried to keep them, I mean, I was a, you know, I'd say an average student, but... Um, the biggest thing with us as soon as you know and like I graduated um high school, I started doing went ahead, went to marshall university and and but we had a family owned sawmill. It had been my grandpa's, and uh my dad was running it then and that was a big thing even in high school. I mean even you know my racing and everything, everything, you know we had to take care of that because that's what helped you know the racing that was priority and, number uh, one so, right I'm sorry,
0: that was priority number one
1: yes gotcha that was priority number one and it uh you know so i didn't hire nobody it was all me full-time i had a bunch of great friends and people come over and a good story a friend of mine he's a mortician and uh they're in the area and he come over one time you know and he's helped he loved cars you know and he's helped me he helped me quite a bit and uh, we're putting an engine in and car and stuff he called me one one evening and said, hey i need some help and i said what do you need help for and i'm like what in the world and i said okay i'm on my way and i <laughs> run over there and he's using an engine hoist. it's the same thing as an engine hoist to lift a body into a casket <laughs> and i had to help him do that and i laugh and even to this day i think that's the funniest thing you know here he's helped me put engines in cars and i'm helping put you know other things other play, <laughs> so I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And uh, we just had a good time. A bunch of good friends helped me. I never, you know, like I said, we didn't hire nobody. It was always, you know, we we did it. Uh, I guess the old style, old school way, you know. And and I learned it myself. And that's where it kind of, I think, my progression. It took me longer to get. Like it was always like that year or two of the learning before, bang, we started hitting those top tens top fives and winning races um so it it uh you know now I look back on it and and i said i you dummy you should have put somebody in your car that knew how to you know i mean that knew that the brakes were messed up or before it took you half a season to figure that out and uh those are the things i look back on and say well we would improve but other than that i mean i enjoyed you know the way i was brought up and i learned i know everything about these cars and that's what even down to build the engines and you don't know, a lot of guys nowadays you know i adjust my own valves and everything and, and that's becoming a you know it's, it's some of these kids today they just don't know that stuff i love teaching them right but uh, it's uh they want that driving and, and learning other areas of the car
0: and you you said something that caught my my ear there you said i kind of wish i'd have put somebody in there to to show me that but now you appreciate that it kind of it may have taken you a little bit longer to to learn that, but now you value the lessons learned
1: oh gosh yeah yeah (laughs) very much and i'll never forget a concord i'm running it's our first year there and i'm racing racing i'm getting close we're getting top 10s and you know we're getting up there and i'm like man if i could just get in this corner like they're beating me in the corner i can't go in as hard as they do And, and you know and the car was pretty good and Finally, I'm like, I just, you know, you keep pushing it and pushing it, and I'm like, this thing's all over the place. When I get on these brakes. We bought brand new calipers to put on the car, and I'm sitting there taking the fittings out, putting them in each caliper. And something caught my eye on one of the fittings, and I put it in. I put the next fitting in. And I'm like, wait a minute. I pulled the fitting out, pulled all the fittings out, and looked at them. One fitting was different size, so that it was restricting it had like a real small hole, like it didn't get drilled out all the way or something. So it was restricting. I think it was on the right front, so it was restricting the fluid. And I was fighting that. I didn't know it. And I was fighting that brake issue, uh, you know, the whole year. But I'll never forget, I fixed that, and it was like night and day. You wow. know, it was like, oh, it was on then. That then we went small, to stop minor
0: by, you know. difference. Wow. Yes. yes. Made, a, made a huge it just, difference in performance.
1: Oh, it was amazing. I mean, you know, just whenever you got... But when the car's comfortable and, you know, it's all in little things, you know, and that's these guys that's, well, back when we were running, winning races, it's it's not cheating and, and, oh, you've got, you know, the best of everything, and it, it don't matter. You, everything's got to line up. Yeah. Everything, you know, everybody's got to work together. Your tire guy's got to work together with you, and, and uh, you know, it's, you get them group of guys. that just click, and, you know, i got guys from West Virginia that come down and help me now brian lewis and kim Agins and alan Rorick and steve cooper all them guys i mean they they just there's there's more than that even that helped me and i love having them come to the track i just we we know each other you know and hey if i tell them i need this you know they they know how to do it and of, i've met kids along the way here from uh nascar tech and, and being at different areas racing in my ESA career and was in Indianapolis and met people there. They called me and they knew I was down here and said, hey, a boy's going to the Technical Institute over here. You know, he wants to help you some race or help somebody. And I said, well, send him over. i never forget, you know, Junior Katsky, he, a good old boy. He was, he uh, ended up, he went far in the sport. I mean, he did. He he was a good worker and, and but that's the kind of people you meet and that's the kind of people that help you to win races. You know, it's everything's got to click to win those
0: races. And those guys that you mentioned from West Virginia that come down, you've been with those for a long time.
1: Long time, long time. I, basically, I mean, late models, I used to try to do it all myself and you know, it was a family deal, but we started running ASA cars. We, we took the, the step, uh, you know, run late models. Once races at Concord, Carraway, you know, um, uh, we always went to Tri County. I don't know if I ever won Tri County or not. It's not, we're close. But um, you know, went to the beach and stuff. And you know, we said let's 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 take a next step. And it was either the old Hooters Pro Cup or ASA. And ASA had that new motor deal and yeah. you know a good good alternative as far as you know trying to keep costs down on the racing. And so we went with ASA. And I mean, you had Butch Miller and I mean oh, all these guys, Mike Garvey and Kevin Sawinski, and I jumped in that. I mean, you talk about jumping into something. <laughs> yeah. We jumped into something. and I'm, Yeah, you I'm, raced whoa. a
0: lot between, what, 2000, 2004. Uh, I think the only season you run full-time was 2003. Got you win at Concord. I remember. Man, we were so yeah. thrilled for you. But, uh, man, you were really uh, in the thick of things uh, when you did race uh, uh, throughout the, the 2002 through uh, 2004. And, uh, man, we were really proud. We were real tickled for you uh when you was racing uh, with those folks but uh that was a highly competitive series it had um gary
1: um um sanamon
0: gary sanamon and and like i said mm-hmm. butch miller man it had uh it was a uh, 20 guys that could win each race and uh, oh, yeah. th- those were full-time short track racers
1: that's it that's it yeah i'll never forget winning concord and all these big hollers, and you know, and here I am <laughs> in my little dolly and my little uh, enclosed trailer, and yep. and here they all leave. And they and had that TV package yeah, on uh, so.
0: TNN at the time, and it was yep. awesome. Yep, I loved yep. it. I, I yep. loved that series, and I got to cover it. The only race I got to cover live was uh, when they went to Hickory. Um, so yeah, I got the uh, got pictures of that one somewhere. Hopefully not in the dumpster, but well, that's another story <laughs> for another day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, you know, let's, let's kind of move forward. Uh, but di- you did graduate uh, from Marshall, didn't you?
1: I actually, I went four
0: years to Marshall
1: University, and you know, I went for business management. Right. In the fourth year of Marshall, I said, I looked at dad and I said, "Dad, I, I'm, you know, I'm racing. I'm, I, I just, I'm tired of wasting your money, you know. And and I changed my major two times. I uh, <laughs> went for engineering and business management, and, you know, and this and that, and and I just was racing, and, and finally, I just told him, I said, listen, uh, I've, I'm not wasting your money anymore, you know, so I went four years of college here, and, and I can't decide what I want to do, I know what I want to do, and it ain't, I hear you, Bluto, uh, six years of college
0: down the drain,
1: just like Bluto (laughs) on
0: Animal House,
1: (laughs) yes, yes, and I just, uh, and that, it was on from then, you know, it was, uh, it, it like i said asa days and and then getting back into late models and we, we did an arca race at chicago yeah and, yeah
0: and showed a lot of promise um, with that no matter what you've been in you've showed uh, and i think it came from the early days uh you've always been competitive because you know any race car uh from the ground up the tires touch the road first So any race car is basically the same. you got a lot of mechanical work. Some of them are heavier than others. Some of them have more horsepower. But because of your learning from the beginning, uh, you know the mechanics uh, of the race cars from the ground up. And that comes from your early beginnings. And I think that's why you're always competitive no matter what you set in.
1: Yes, I I think it's helped a lot. I mean, I look at back at you can go to tracks and it's like, oh, this is I got to drive this like I used to drive at Legend Car, you know.
0: It's, yeah.
1: It's uh you know you know no grip and and a lot of horsepower, you know. And then you go to other tracks and you are thinking, oh, this is like you know your go kart days when it's you know that's just planted to the racetrack. And um, it, uh, I, you know, it's funny. I, I still learn today. I mean, I am learning. You know, as things evolve and change and. I've got great people around me down here that's just helped me throughout my career. And, and, you know, like track records at Martinsville and all those, and we've got Doug Howe's a good friend of mine and, and just, uh, uh, his knowledge of a race car is unbelievable. And I'm trying to learn every bit I can off of him. you know, it's because he's just, uh, uh his, it's amazing what he knows about a race car, you know. And you think you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and I can build one from the ground up, and then he comes in here and no, you need to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, do what?
0: I I'm, like, I'm gonna try
1: it, you know. And I try it, and, I'm and like, he wow he got to the point, you know, I met him through junior motorsports, right. and it's a funny the people you meet. and and well I met him before that but anyway he was over at Junior Motorsports and I'd come in from racing and I'd be like man this was doing this this He should try this and I'd try it you know and it'd get better and I'm like wow you know <laughs> and, and that's when he started really you know he taught me and helped me and helped me build a car and and uh his way and I mean it, it was uh it's we've always we had great friendship now and uh I, like I said I can't learn enough off of him and uh good guy down here and and man, so many people down here. It's it's hard to, you know, it's hard to just put a finger on, you know, all, all the people that's helped you. I mean, it's just still this day I got guys. You know, everybody calling me up and say, "Hey, you gonna race them when you're going? Let me know." Yeah. <laughs> it's great to hear. You know, so it's fun to get out and get out and wheel these things again for sure.
0: Oh, I know, I know. You were happy, no matter what happened uh, at Martinsville. And we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, you know, you still. Uh, the, the fenders were flapping or whatever and you still had a smile on your face because I know you were just happy to just worry about racing again so but we'll talk about that in a little bit but you mentioned junior motorsports a lot of folks uh, uh, might not remember or have forgotten or might not know that you raced late models for junior motorsports when he kind of first started a uh, late model stock team and talk about that a little bit uh, uh, talk about that and how that transpired uh, when you raced for the uh, junior motorsports late model team yeah, it started. Let's see. It it uh, after you ASA, and uh, Richard Boswell kind of raced as a teammate, wasn't you?
1: Well, at Boswell. let's see, yep, it was Richard Boswell. But I I'd, I'd run ASA and right. ASA would, had took a turn, and and I said, you know, I knew I was going to be down here in North Carolina. I just didn't know when, you know. And so after ASA, uh, I took a job in Indianapolis, and and that was over with. And it was time to ASA was going a different route, and I said, you know what? It's time, so I moved to North Carolina. And uh, when I moved down here, I got me a late model, and I had a few parts and motors and stuff, and started putting one together again. and And I was in Bobby Gill's shop. Somebody said, "Hey, I needed a shop. I need a place to work on one." So I said, "Bobby Gill's got a shop over here. He's not using." I called him up, and and he was uh, just awesome. I mean, he was like, "Hey, yeah, no problem. Come on, you know." And I said, "They're used." I mean, he had a you know break and. and a lathe and everything in his shop, a surface plate, and he was like, you know, just take care of it, and I said, yes, sir, you know, so <laughs> he helped me, when I first moved down, so I rented half of his shop, and got going, and ended up, he was going to sell his stuff out, I'm like, oh, no, now where am I going, so a friend of mine had a shop down shimble uh, yeah, Shimmel Road, and I went there for a little while, and ended up seeing Del. General, where it was at, he asked me what I was doing, I told him, and he's like, won't you come over and, and, you know, put your car in my shop and help my guys out. And he had Richard Boswell and Scott Young. And I think it was the only two at the time because Curtis, I think, was the next year. Curtis Truex, Martin Truex's uh, right, right. brother? Cousin.
0: Coming, Cousin, I think.
1: And uh, so, anyway, that's how that, you know, he seen me out. And I'm thinking, yeah, okay. You know, I thought, oh, man, that'd be awesome, you know. It wasn't. It wasn't the next week after he said that. That guy said, "Hey, I'm selling this." Uh, it was his shop was attached to two duplexes. Said, I'm selling this duplex in the shop. He said, "I need you out of here by the uh, by the weekend." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, God. you know." So I, that's what I felt like. Everything I own was on wheels. I mean, I rolled everything in my trailer, and, and I drove up to Dell Junior's house and parked that thing there. And, and I'll never forget. He was going to a race somewhere. It was that weekend. And he get he got back. It was Monday night, and uh, we was all together. And he said, "Hey, he said, why is your stuff up there in the trailer?" I said, "I didn't want to unload it, you know. And you didn't even. And I wanted to ask you for unload this, make sure this is all right." He said, "Heck yeah, it's all right. Get that stuff out of there. Let's go." Are you, you doing impersonation? So you just, sound just like him. <laughs> oh, it was it was hilarious. I mean, I was just like, yeah. and that's what people. I've seen the behind the scenes, Dell Junior. And, um Kelly Earnhardt and, and all that group just, I mean, just took me in and, yeah. like, that helped so much being down here and having a shop. And, and, you know, it turned out it, I was in his shop and I must owe you and you don't owe me nothing, you know. And I mean, he just, he helped me out. I mean, he, he helped so many people out that people don't even know. And, uh, I look back on that, you know, and I raised two years in my own cars and I, I kept bringing in trophies and, and, uh, you know, we go to Motor Mile and win or something, and, and he was like, man, he's like, it was the following year, had the champion spark plug, and they said, hey, will not you just run for us? And I was like, well, I, you know, I'd love to, and he's like, I'm going to buy your car, everything, you know, you just run for us. And I was like, well, wait a minute now, something happens, I still want my car, I won't be able to race, you know, so I didn't want to sell everything, you know, to him. And he said, "Well, that's cool." He said, Well, how about we just you know you do a sponsorship, you drive under my banner and, and you know use my sponsorship, and we'll give you so much to run and I'm like, Oh uh, okay, <laughs> yes <laughs> and that was a I'm telling you i we ended up winning races at Motor Mile and uh the mid Atlantic championship at Caroway. that was a ten thousand to win yeah. race and, and that was probably the first year I ever made money racing, you know, because I had somebody helping me with with, you know, getting there. And, and we had a good year. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we didn't have engine failure. We didn't have, you know, we were we were up front and and didn't get wrecked and clipped and every week or what. So that was a year where I was like, oh man, I made you know, I made a little bit of money this year. This it was a big shocker, and um, but it you know i look back on today i see him around and i'll talk to him every once in a while and, and still appreciate you know what they did for me and and help me to get back on my feet down here in north carolina
0: oh yeah absolutely so you eventually moved on to rev racing and uh but between the, the junior Motorsports and rev racing uh w- what did you do in between there
1: well we ended up i think whenever the kind of the economy went down and he he junior cut back on his late models and you know and um said they were going to kind of take a step back because they got up to, I don't know, I don't want to say we had four or five. Jamie Cottle was there That's in the right. shop That's helping right. the boys, and I was, and I mean, you know, and Jeff uh, Cottle was there, and I mean, we, it was a, it that lake model was growing, growing, growing. I mean, he was helping so many people, and and um, you know, and they, they stepped back, it, you know, with the economy and stuff when it happened, and they stepped back, and we ended up, um, I said, you know, no problem. I understood and thanked them, and, and I, like I said, I just had a a great career there and went uh I ended up renting a shop over here in by the drag strip the Mooresville mile and got all my stuff in there and I knew I was I kept looking for a place to build a shop and and um I went to, over to Eddie Sharp help uh I believe it was Will Gallagher. Uh, uh I helped him in a lake model there for a little while and it was right after that I helped him probably half of the season and Jefferson Hodges called me from Rev Racing and said, hey, I need somebody to come and help me with these, you know, help me with the late ball stuff. And I went and interviewed there, and he said, you know, it sounded like the deal for me, because he's he a racer, and he, he knew I liked to race. And he said, hey, Friday, you know to do, Friday, take it off, work on your car, you know, and he still wanted me to race. But the problem was, is all my stuff was up here in a storage unit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, and I was like, I moved out of that other shop, and I'm like, I've got to find a place. I can't keep moving around so we ended up i found a house here in mooresville and had a little bit of property with it and got me a shop now and i just feel it's not complete yet i'm still i don't think it'll ever be but you know i've got my race cars in here and the painted floor so that that just makes it uh it makes it where i can work on stuff and
0: and uh you got you got roots now you finally got roots you don't you're not on wheels right (laughs)
1: exactly (laughs) <laughs> exactly. So,
0: it's, so uh, it wasn't long after that that you did go to rev racing. Okay, so it wasn't that big gap.
1: It, it wasn't that long at all. Okay. It wasn't that long. i, I gotcha. raced a couple. It might have been a year or two I've raced and, and helped people here and there.
0: Gotcha. Um, okay. And, and it,
1: was, it was pretty quick I went to rev because I've been there just uh, – I've been there already six years, so –
0: it, you because know, I I fell off the planet for about ten years in, in, in the racing world, so you know, you gotta we gotta you know, I gotta stay connected. I gotta learn all this stuff again. <laughs> <laughs> <It> <laughs> but, didn't happen. Time flies.
1: I look back on stuff and I'm like, Man, I can't believe it was that long ago. But yeah. yes, it it, uh, it happened quickly.
0: Yeah, it did. And then somewhere along the line, uh this this little young lady got your attention. When when did all this strike up here?
1: it did my uh gosh, we've been <laughs> married it'll be nine years october in october um uh, kelly sites uh, she uh loved racing for one thing she well loved that's to a go plus racing, and, and that, that, then that's just uh that's all it took you know so we uh we we've enjoyed it she actually she's behind me more now i mean she's encouraged me to do more and i'm like man i need a sponsor to go do this you know i've got two little kids i gotta feed you know we've got three and a four-year-old <laughs> and i'm like i can't take you know I, I gotta find a sponsor before i can do this and she's like you know you, we got a little bit of savings let's go do it what, what are we waiting <laughs> on you know and she's behind me
0: she's talking me into going
1: to myrtle beach maybe i don't know so we're we're working on that right now and, and like i said she's done gave me the green light to go and I'm still trying to find sponsorships because <laughs> I want to make sure I feed <laughs> these kids before this race party.
0: Did y'all meet at a racing function or at a racetrack, or We did not. We met at a we met at a Christmas party, actually. no
1: and uh, yeah, met at a Christmas party, and she's from this area here.
0: And, okay. and uh, she does know you're originally from West Virginia, right? She does. She does. Not, worked out well. She, oh, good. All my uh,
1: West Virginia-ism that I spit out, she, uh, she still laughs about it, but uh, keeps her entertained, I think.
0: <laughs> well, I have not met her yet, so I'm looking forward to meeting her, hopefully sometime. Hopefully I won't scare her to death. But... Oh. Uh, but I love the pictures of the family. She's a beautiful, uh, beautiful wife. You got beautiful children, and I love to see the interaction. and And uh, love the stories about going racing RC cars. And I just think that's so fun. And I love uh, love all the family activities on the social media. That's what makes uh, life good. There's nothing like it. So. Uh, Just enjoy all of that. So it's good uh, that the whole family gets involved. So let's talk about, I know everybody's been kind of waiting to hear about the departure uh, from Rev Racing and what is Davin Science wanting to do now. So uh, with all, you know, we talked about the in-depth learning and how you learn and learned all the aspects and did it yourself, uh, which a lot of folks haven't done in many, many years. You know, that's old coots. That's how we did it. Uh, And that's the kind of... um, lessons that uh uh, these young people need to learn so uh a driver coach like yourself is is that's what i understand that you're wanting to get into with the david motorsports
1: yeah that's what i mean i've done it and i I didn't know motorsports was going to take that direction you know and with the rentals and the leasing and the driver developments and, and uh, you know when I took the job with Rev I was still trying to get my shop going and and everything and I knew you know at that time it was it was out there and I'm like wow you know I need to do that but uh, like I said we finally uh, took the job with Rev and, and really enjoyed Rev it really I worked with some great kids there and it was fun getting in the car and trying to explain to him, hey you gotta you know get off the brake pedal and i'll never forget one boy one kid was racing and i'm like i was trying to teach him something about the racetrack and i it was a uh it was a motor mile and i was teaching him and he was like finally finally halfway through the race he, he said he figured it out he i'll never forget after the race he's like you know, I figured out what you was telling me. He said, yeah. "I finally figured it out." He said, "I know exactly." You know, it's things like that when you can teach kids, you know, how to the learning curves that you done went through. So it'll it helps them. And I jump in a race car, and, you know, the, the feelings that the race car's giving them. I'm like, "No, oh, wait a minute." You know, you need to. It's it's not it's not loose per se, or it's not tight. It it's you need to change your line. You know, you need to touch this, or so that's what I've been doing at Rev and and enjoyed it there and really enjoyed the all the kids we had there and the combines yeah, we go to the combine we'd have gosh i think it started out like 20 drivers the first year first two three years they they've backed that up now i don't think they take as many drivers and we'd have to fit them in the cars and you know and send them out you try to coach them or help them and we'd always get the cars set up for the kids before they got there so it uh it was a it it was very uh, it was very interesting how that process with the drive for diversity and stuff works and and I enjoyed it a lot you know helping the kids and but at, you still it's tough as a racer to go to the racetrack and not get a race you know <laughs> and and that's what it's like it's like going to you know you love. I don't know. I for me it's like go going to Martinsville to it, it's and not eat ice even... cream factory. Uh, yeah. You know, it's you've got to work there, you know, and you can't eat none of it. It's like, man, <laughs> you know. And, so we yeah. we would we would do a Martinsville or I'd try to one, run one or two races. I, that's what Martinsville's been my I'm still trying to get that clock and you yeah. know, it's been yeah. I enjoy that race. I love the competition there. I mean it's sixty eight cars this year and i love it i mean it's you know and it's it's nervous as all get out you know you're like man i gotta make a show you know but but yet you know you're running against some of the best there and and it's uh i I enjoy that race and the bigger races so we always tried to race those martinsville uh went to the beach and or go to uh kenley southern national race and
0: yeah
1: at least keep my feet wet in it and um but it's just tough, and we started, like I said, I had a 3- and a 4-year-old, and Kelly and I had kids, and so then it got even tougher, you know, <laughs> and with me traveling yeah. uh, with the K&N races last year at Rev, you know, the, the program there has changed. It, it got more late models and less K&N cars, and and then the late models started going to each crew chief of a and n car, and, I, you know, and... It, it the program changed here toward the end, and they're still still developing in you know that program, and uh, I mean their shoot had Nick Sanchez. I had him last year. I was able to try to help him some, you know, and he he's a good little racer, you know. And then they brought some more people in over there that has really you know up that program, and got some new cars and some Harrington Motors, and and you know it just it really boosted you know, that program, and, and I was excited for him. you know, here I am, that, like, this year, I was car chief on a, uh, on the 6K and N car, and uh, I knew there'd be more traveling, and I was like, oh, I don't know, you know, and I talked with Kelly and her wife, and I was like, listen, you know, they want me to car chief this car, and and I knew, I was like, I don't know, you know, it's a lot more traveling, it ain't running over here to Hickory and racing Saturday coming home, and sure enough, you know, it just got to the point where I was like, listen, this is I want to race, you know, I got my kids here that I want to see, you know, more than two days a week and, um, and then try to work on a race car too. And, you know, we just decided, I thought, you know, let's try it. I'm going to, I've got one car together, ran at Martinsville. I've got another one sitting here, a bright, shiny, new white, uh, this frame sitting here I'm getting ready to put together. And I'm going to try to, you know, try to lease some cars out, do the, some driver development and um, see if I can't make a go of it from here and be able to race some myself as well, and that would be ideal, you know. And if not, if nothing comes up, ah, we'll get a job somewhere. I'm not worried about it, but it, it won't be weekends because I still want to race.
0: Yeah. Now, some of the tracks that you had raced at, you know, Concord is closing. What kind of tracks are you be targeting? Motor Mile, uh, maybe Hickory. I'd like to see you race at Hickory some.
1: I, I would like to race at Hickory. Um, if if somebody wants to, hickory's really tough because I always look and and things I look at now is the payout. I mean, you know, right. you can't go buy a brand new set of tires and run for for six hundred dollars. The math ain't adding up there to me. I mean, you know, so that's the only problem I got with running. You know, some of these tracks. Um, and now when they have their bigger races, oh, I loved it. You know, that's yeah. that's when yeah, I think you got to go over there and try to, you know, and and get to race at these places. Or if a tour comes in and that's a good time to go race at those racetracks, and Motor Mile is always one of my favorites. It gives my guys; it's kind of close to them for them, yeah. so we can kind of meet in the middle. So that's a great place for me to race. Uh, but you know, we'll go. I don't care where we go; we'll go wherever. Uh, there's a couple <laughs> of tracks I haven't been to yet. I, I want to race Ace, and I want to race uh, Orange County, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. a few tracks that's still on my bucket list that I haven't been to. Not so, this
0: weekend. A weekend after Ace has the. Um... The Rodney Cook Classic. I think I'm scheduled to uh, work that race for uh, Tony Stevens. I think um, so. That'll be coming up. Um, it's a good choice. Um, let's see. I was going to ask you about the uh, tour, the uh, Cars Tour race at South Boston, November second. Uh, that's coming up. I was really hoping to see you. Uh, didn't know if you'd be interested in that one. I was really hoping to see you. Maybe uh, possibly have that on your on your radar.
1: Yeah, we. After Martin, we kind of waited to see what how it come out of Martinsville, and you know, we had a we ganged on Martinsville. It, 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 you know, we ganged on it a lot, and me first time in the car this year, and you know, the tire, it seems like these tires change. I don't know; they change a little bit year to year. You know, just <laughs> yeah. uh, I've had them. I, I don't. I can do the same thing I did ten years ago, and you know, something's different. You know, so yeah. I feel like with the things I've learned at Martinsville, I can't wait to keep. Uh i don't know keep racing and and just learning the little tricks of, of what i need to get me right up there in the front i mean we were okay had, and then got better the race car got better and qualifying wasn't bad and i'm thinking you know we picked up some practice and it's just we need to uh we definitely need to race more and that's what i'm working for you know it's hard just to show up like i said first time out was martin's hill. so it was like I mean, I didn't even get to shake down the car. It was Martinsville practice. So (laughs) it was, uh, it it was a, uh, I ain't going to say a tough weekend, but it was a a fun weekend, but a very, uh, I learned a little bit. So now, you know, I've got uh, Bradley Madison uh, BIM consulting on my car and have been a great sponsor and and loves racing and enjoying every minute of it. So, you know, we're kind of, We're kind of just seeing what we're needing to do next. And like I said, I want to hit probably one more this year, but I've got to get these two cars prepared. I want them ready to roll for next year.
0: Now, Davin, looking ahead at next year, were you possibly uh, looking for uh, putting someone in your car next year uh, and driving or just driving next year, you know, or uh, uh, working on someone else's car or in mentoring in someone else's shop?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of, right now, I'm open. definitely would like to get some people i've got two cars sitting here i want to have both of these cars ready to go for next year and um uh, you know definitely would like to get somebody in these cars to to race and i'm gonna race some myself and you know so we can uh definitely uh learn more and, and teach some kids and and you know just let them kind of teach them what i've learned in the past 30 years you know so it's um it's something I'm I'm really looking forward to. The shop here I have now here in Mooresville, you know I'm open to uh, uh, taking care of somebody's car here, um, you know keeping it up for them, whatever they need. You know it's I know the job it what it takes. It, it's it's a full time job to race these cars. You know it's very tough working somewhere and having to keep your race car up or you know and the learning curve, you know to. To race these cars, I mean, you can buy a, anybody can buy a race car and and take it to the racetrack, you know. But you're going to learn, you know, tires are going to build this much, you know. Or just little things you're going to learn. You know, the learning curve can be cut down so much. So hoping to help somebody out next year and and some driver development or lease some cars out. You know, we had uh actually had Derek Kell in a car this yeah. um, spring in one of my cars and. And great little driver. I mean, he'd been on Hooters Pro Cup and stuff and I was glad to have him in my car somebody we worked well together and went up to to uh, motor mile and I jumped in the car and he jumped in it, you know, and he hadn't been in a car in ten years, he nice. said, you know. And he he picked you know, it's like riding a bike, he picked right a back up on it, but we worked good together, you know, and and uh went up there to the car store race and he had a he had a decent running in it. I mean it was it was for what we I was going to say we tested one time and went up there, and, you know, we out-qualified some of the other leased cars, and, and um,
0: yeah, he, he was, was still learning.
1: You was, know, it was the brakes were glowing red at the first of the race, and I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> this ain't good, you know, and I'm like, we, he's using too much brake. But that stuff, you know, that, that it's like me going and competing against Josh Berry this weekend, you know. He's running all year long. He knows the tire pressures. Yeah. He knows... He knows, you know, what his car is going to do after a hundred laps. You know, yeah, The and, only thing missing uh, for
0: for you and you know, back to to him was is just. Seat time. That's the only thing that was missing is constant seat time. And and back to Derek, you know, I spoke to him before that race. Uh, he said, man, I'm realistic. You know, he said he's nervous. I just want to finish the race. You know, I just want to run where the car is going to allow me to run. And he was running a good line. He was running a good race and got caught up in somebody else's race, in, in, in somebody else's yep. mess. He just happened to be sure in the is. wrong place at the wrong time and was doing pretty good. And you're right, though. Them, them brakes were glowing red, weren't they?
1: They were uh, from the get go, and it, it worried <laughs> me. And that's something you can't see during the day when you're when you're there testing. Right. You know, it's hard to see how much a person's using the brakes, or yeah. you know, and stuff that you just don't. You know, when I see them in the race, I'm like, oh no, you know it, no, 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 no. We need to we need to get this car freer, where you know you don't have to use that much brake to get the car to turn. So and and back to things you, like
0: that, yeah. And back to you, my friend. I would like to see anybody else that drives a late model. I don't care. How uh, long of a veteran has raced late models? Take a brand new car to Martinsville, the biggest race of the year, without practice, without a lot of seat time, all year long, and see if they can make the race. What you did was crazy, my friend. What you did was crazy. But that shows the confidence, the skill, and the knowledge you have of a late model stock car. And that is what these kids can learn from you. I mean, the knowledge you have to, to teach these young drivers, and even even a middle-aged driver, that if I'm a middle-aged driver and I want to learn about these race cars and, and take my program to the next step, man, I'd be calling you up.
1: That's what we, I mean, I hope so. I hope, uh, you know, I can't wait to get the opportunity to work with some people. And we've talked to a few people, uh, drivers, and, and uh, you know, we're... We've got some things working, but you know nothing—nothing nothing for sure yet. Oh, it's the same thing I've been you know, yeah. So, and and it would, not only
0: uh, uh, working on the, the cars and learning the you know the the nuances of the cars, but you can also teach them them the tracks because you know, Motor Mile. I mean, how many laps you got around Motor Mile? You can really teach them the the tracks and walk the tracks. You know, with all the tracks that you've been with. Uh, of the rev racing, you know all the tracks there. You can show them the art of walking the track and learning the tracks. I mean, how many young racers have been taught that today?
1: Uh, it's. <laughs> I'll never <laughs> forget. Yeah, it, it, it's. You don't see it much, you know. Right. And, and it's looking at that line and showing them. You know, you can see stuff. You know, as you're walking that tracker, riding around it in in our, in our dually. You know, you can see stuff that. And I can tell you, tell you on places on tracks where you can touch the apron and it'll help the car. You'll right. touch the apron here, it's gonna hurt the car. So right. there's definitely a lot to learn and it's uh it it just takes laps, you know, and it, it's it's uh you can figure it out on your own, but it's gonna take a little bit, you know, and I know I did it so I know other people can figure it out, but it just takes a while. So we uh we're very excited about next year and um hope we can hope we can help some drivers or get some people in our cars and uh be competitive
0: all right dav um i know you got a lot of work to do got a naked race car got another race car it needs a, a couple of band-aids from martinsville uh real quick just kind of give me your synopsis of, of martinsville you have been a staple of martinsville you had the single lap uh, qualifying record for uh, a bazillion years uh it's been broken this past year you had it for what 10 years or something like that so uh i know you was very proud of that Uh, they broke it in the um um uh, what they call the euro the euro qualifying uh last year or something or whatever um yeah so and that was cool too that they did that tried that the format had changed so many times uh you've raced every (laughs) every format and done everything You've sat on the pole. You've broken the record. You've won heat races. You started in the back. You finished top five. Finish this. Finish that. You've done everything, but won the clock. Bruh, bruh. <laughs> what's it going <laughs> to take for you to win that thing, my friend? I
1: don't know. I don't know. And that, you got to be there. You got to be there and you race know. it. I know that's one thing. I've seen. I've seen guys winning from 10th spot on the last lap. You yeah, know. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I've been I've been where we should have won it a couple of times, and it's uh, you know something something happens that's out of your control, you yeah. know. So I don't know what it's going to take. I, I'm still I'm still trying, and I don't know when I'm going to give up trying. I told uh, I told Josh before this race, you know. I'm friends with josh berry and i told him i said listen i said won't you just go ahead and get a rep for that clock out way i'll quit chasing this stupid thing <laughs> but you know i, yeah, I can't i mean i i enjoy that race and you know we'll uh i want to get up there and get competitive again and like i said i think uh i think we can get a few more laps on our belt during the the season you know I, i'm looking for already looking forward to next year um we had a good car this year it was it, it would have been up there you know we ended up having a tire go down during one of the breaks we elected to change it
0: gotcha. and
1: uh, the official said we couldn't do that unless it's only flat so we'll put our halfway tires on the left so we ended up putting our left sides on and we ran over time so they penalized us and so then we we're lapped down and then they, they told us we had to go do a stop and go and it uh it, it went downhill from there. But I thought, you know, <laughs> don't worry about it, guys. There'll be 100 wrecks. We'll get our laps back. I've seen it. I've done it before. You know, yeah. I had a sway ball arm drag off one time. And, and uh, we ended up making, like, I want to say it was five or six laps back up, you know. And I was like, don't worry. We'll get our laps back. And, you know, this it was a different race this year. You no. know, it, it ended, uh, I think, uh, you know, it just uh, – didn't have the cautions we usually see there at the end. So right. we ended up, I, I thought, I'm no sense of getting up here in this mess and battling and, and tearing everything up and getting people's way when you are that many laps down. Now, as soon as I was on the lead lap, it had been a different story. Less time to go, you know. And, yeah. and uh, that was our plan, and it didn't work. And um, you know what? We'll try it again next year. <laughs>
0: oh, absolutely. And, and And as always, you always had a grin on your face. You know, you got – The the front end tore off in the heat race, you made the race, and and we were just, Daniel and I were just going to stand to the side and kind of explain, you know, what what you were going through. You made the race and was working hard, and still you came over and, and gave me a word, which I really appreciated, but we didn't expect you to, but you were still smiling, you know. So I know you were just tickled to be back in the race car again, and I was real thrilled for you and uh, and i know that's that's that is that is your crown jewel that's that's the love of your your racing and uh, we know you enjoy being there and we'd love to watch you there because you're so good there and what you have to offer for a, a racer um uh, man I, I really hope um someone does give you a call and give you a chance to uh, share your knowledge and your teaching because you've been a uh, a, a, a huge help to the folks at Red Racing, rev racing rather uh to those drivers um and uh or he wouldn't have they wouldn't have contacted you and have you done that so you did that for for many years and um so now you know uh you're you're, you're a free agent now if you will and uh, really think that you have a lot to offer many years of racing on your own and uh, racing with uh, professional teams and uh you could really be um an asset to some of these younger teams uh, out here in the racing community with late model stock uh, to help uh, grow uh, some of these speed demons out here. So, what's the best way for some of these uh, youngsters and, and teams uh, to to get a hold of you, Davin?
1: They can they can uh, message me on Facebook, Davin Sites on Facebook, or we can uh, yeah you can email me Davin at davinsites.com. Um, and I'm sure you know if you if they know AR bodies or or anybody in this racing community. I've been around for a while, so they can get a hold of me. Um, I was trying to think any other way, but um, you know, I'm I'm sure uh, I'm sure somebody'll be glad to give them my number and or, well, uh, if you, contact me on.
0: If anything, is you see gleaming in the pits, it's just that Davin smile. So just follow the gleaming.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Doc. Thank you. Yeah, I did i really enjoyed this weekend i I can't wait to do it some more can't wait to race hello i must be going I cannot
0: hey we want to thank David for taking time out of his busy day working on those race cars to chat with us. And we are so excited to see him back behind the wheel of a race car once again. And we hope to see him back at the racetrack many more times in the very near future. Without question, he is going to be a fantastic driver coach for anyone wanting to take their race program to the next level. If you should go away. Thank you for clicking on Race22.com and listening to House Call with Doc Love. Until next time, we'll see you at the races.